0: Welcome to The 359. I'm Ben Fox-Rubin. I'm Roger Chang. CNET has tested 5G networks all over the globe, spanning seven different networks in 11 different cities from Los Angeles to Seoul. Uh, If you want to read more about what we did, check out Jessica Dulcourt's story where she wrote, 5G age is no longer approaching. It has dawned. Okay, so 5G has dawned, Roger. Yes. What, what, what do we find out? What do we know about 5G now? Uh, it's,
1: a, it's a rough start. Um, there are definitely some growing pains with 5G. It is here, and in some cases, it is remarkably fast. In other cases, it's non-existent, um, and it's it's generally true. We did see a kind of a wide disparity in terms of the, the sheer speeds we were getting across the different cities and different carriers, and, and we'll kind of explain why, but I think the bottom line ultimately was that um, – Really, regardless of the carrier, regardless of the city, the coverage was generally still kind of shaky. Right. I would say maybe the exception uh, were some parts of Australia and some parts of Korea.
0: One of Uh, the obvious benefits, one of the obvious benefits positives here that i noticed from this this test is that even the slower speeds yep. which are between 400 and 500 megabits per second yeah, still i think jessica mentions this in the story it's still 2 to 4 times faster than your current 4g network
1: Well, no i mean uh, those uh, i think that was so when she said 2 to 4 times that was basically based off of a test of a early of the earliest Verizon 5g network oh. which was actually slower than I what see. they had actually gone uh, for 400 megs, you're looking at really more like 10 times faster than an LTE connection, right? Because mm-hmm. you're getting you know, optimistically, you're getting 40, 50 megs uh, per second, uh, megabits per second on an LTE network. Oftentimes, you might be getting a slower connection, 10, 15. I mean, it's um, so when you're looking at 400 as a minimum, that's pretty impressive. And then, you know, take it to the extreme. We went to at ts Warner Brothers studio. Uh, AT&T's network is not available for consumers, but they did have sort of this this closed off network for its uh, its employees at Warner Brothers. It was getting one point eight gigs, which is crazy. That's so
0: okay, so four hundred is already really impressive. Oh yeah, we're seeing several multiples higher than that.
1: And one point eight gigs. Keep in mind, for frame of reference, Google Fiber is uh, is one gig per second of speed, right. and, and, and that's, that's a your, wired. That is connection. your fastest landline connection possible right now, and. They're smoking it right now.
0: Okay, let's talk about the negatives then because I'm feeling this hype train yep. getting a little yes. going. So so what's what's bad about this?
1: So as we saw with Verizon and AT&T in particular, they had super fast speeds, but the range is really short. Like you go to another block and all of a sudden the coverage is gone. You're back to 4G. Uh, we saw with Sprint uh, with uh, in London, in Korea, Ah, uh, the coverage was a little bit wider, and that's why the speeds were lower, right? So the, the there's kind of a trade off between speed and coverage. But even with uh, with those other networks around the world, there were still some outages, like there were still like uh, black spots or dead spots here where you just couldn't get coverage. So it, again, it, it's it's all about um, and this is early days, and the transition to five G is definitely going to take a little while.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next up, I got a chance to interview four Amazon execs from across the company's businesses to see how the e-commerce giant uses AI, automation, and robotics to create new concepts like its Amazon Go cashierless store. This work is happening, by the way, at a time when there is significant concern that AI and automation will wipe away millions of jobs. Uh, Roger, what do you make of that balance between, you know, hey, check out all this shiny new stuff versus you Know everybody that's a trucker is going to lose their job,
1: yeah. I think that that is a legitimate concern. I know, uh, like you've talked to Amazon, they kind of dismissed it a bit or said that new jobs will get created. But I think there are anytime you get uh, a big innovation in how things are made or how services are delivered, there's a lot of fear about how that displaces jobs. It's gone on to basically since the beginning of time, right? Yeah. But I think the 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 rate of innovation that's going on right now is is unprecedented. And I think that has a lot of people freaked out.
0: Yeah. And they they uh definitely spoke a lot about that as it related to Amazon Go stores because those are stores that don't have cashiers in them. Right. And they're getting a lot of flack for them. And from my conversations with them, they were like, look, we we do not see a situation where we're not going to have Any humans in the stores. I mean, like people still need to stock the shelves, they still need to answer customers' questions. So I don't think we're gonna end up in a situation where you're just not gonna have people in those stores, which is And so
1: you you got a lot of this information from this from the Amazon Remars conference or their, Mm -hmm. their techie conference. Uh, what was sort of the, the most interesting or the, the weirdest thing you, you learned from your talks with those executives?
0: So one of the coolest things was the uh, warehouse robots. So yeah. they're developing these warehouse robots that basically have computer vision. They have mm. eyeballs Uh, where they're going to be able to get out of these cages. Right now, the robots are stuck in cages. They're going to be getting out of the cages and be able to roam around the factories, roam around the warehouses a lot more than they used like, to. Are
1: they like little R2-D2s rolling
0: around? They're like they're like orange Roombas and they'll be able to do more stuff and actually interact more directly with people so it is kind of like having R2D2 or C3PO or a very early version of that right hanging out with you filling out orders so yeah I thought it was kind of cool cool yeah anyway if you want to read more about these stories check them out on CNET I'm Ben Fox Rubin I'm Roger Chang thanks for listening